0: Hi guys, today's episode is a special one where I sit back and a top executive of India's biggest broking firm, Zerodhar, discusses their new product that actually helps beginners get into the habit of investing. Stay till the very end to learn everything you need to know. Hope you enjoy it. Thanks. Hi and welcome everyone to a new episode of Millennial Pesa. Hope all of you are staying safe wherever you are practicing the appropriate social distancing. This will be a rather interesting episode here not part of the ongoing explainer series. Today we have a special guest on this podcast, Karthik Rangappa. He is the vice president of equity research and education services at Zerodha. But most importantly, he is currently heading Varsity. Vasity is an initiative that aims to teach new investors the aspects of investing and how markets work. Karthik is actually based out of Bengaluru and we are in Delhi. So given the limitations of air travel, he will be talking to us over a regular phone call. So do excuse the lack in audio quality. That aside, welcome Karthik, it's a pleasure to have you on Millennial Pesa. Hope you're keeping fine, staying safe.
1: Thank you so much Ankit, thank you so much for having me on the show. Uh, Yeah, so keeping safe, uh, staying indoors, locked in, uh, practicing social distancing, so so far so good.
0: Awesome, that's great. Uh, So let's just jump in. So why don't we start off with a little bit of your background. You've been in the financial space uh, for quite a few years now. So when did you discover your passion for investing? How did you get into zero dash just tell us all about it sure
1: uh i think it's been about uh 15 16 years now since uh, i've been involved in uh, the capital markets in some form of the other so it all started back in um, 2002 if i'm not wrong so i got my first pay and uh you know it was it was a sales job that i was doing and uh after you know doing all the regular uh, you know first pay expenditure i was still left with. Uh, uh, a tiny amount of money. I knew I had to, uh, you know, uh, invest it somewhere, but I just didn't know where to. So I asked my ex uh, you know, what could I do with this money? And uh, he suggested, uh, why don't you invest this in the stock market? So, uh, so that that's how, it, I, I, you know, it all got started. So I didn't know anything about the stock market, so I started exploring and, you uh, got got introduced to. You know, the NSE portal started seeing live prices and yeah, started, you know, uh, connecting the dots. And one thing led to another and uh, little did I know that I would be spending, you know, a large part of my life associated with the capital market. So, yeah, roughly that's how, uh, you know, I got caught it. So, I actually uh, uh, met Nissen in, I think, uh, 2005 or six. Uh, I don't re- recollect exactly, but yeah, roughly around that time. So uh, both of us were doing a diploma program in, uh, uh, on commodities trading. This was uh, a part of the NSE uh, launch initiative. Mm-hmm. So, so I met him there, and, and after the program, uh, we got to know uh, each other quite well. And, and, I, and at that point, he had this trading firm where uh, he would trade the markets uh, along with uh, a few other guys. I said, why don't we... Uh, and I started trading along with them, uh, okay. equities and commodities and whatnot. And uh, yeah, so I've been associated with him and the team uh, back, you know, since two thousand six, two thousand seven. Okay. But uh, yeah, formally I joined Zeroda uh, about seven years ago, and I've been taking care of that, uh, taking care of Education Initiative as of now.
0: Awesome. Thanks, Karthik. So let's just start off here with talking a bit about Zerodha, obviously. I've pretty much sure. been uh, tracking Zerodha's growth since it was launched back in 2010. And uh, right. now you guys are now India's biggest broking firm with, I'd say, what, about 2% of the total investing volume uh, today? Uh, let me share
1: some uh, stats that sure. put a perspective of uh, where we are. So, yeah, so we, uh, as you said, we started, in, uh, started operations in August 2010. So, okay. uh, we, we are uh, a stockbroking company. We are, members across, we are members on the National Stock Exchange and the Bombay Stock Exchange, mm-hmm. Multi-Commodity Exchange. We also hold a depository uh, license with depository participant license with CDSL. Well. Okay. So, uh, we have a Pan-India presence uh, you know, with, with our clients uh, spread across the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of numbers, we have close to about uh, 2.5 uh, million clients. And uh, in terms of turnover, we do close to about fifteen percent of uh, the turnover on the national stock ex- on the exchanges. Oh, interesting! And uh, yeah, and we, uh, we process close to about four to five million trades per day. Awesome! And uh, yeah, so and and you know that that's where we are as of today, and uh, that puts us right on top of the leaderboard in terms of uh, uh, you know the top players in the broking space. So yeah, so that's where we are uh, as of now. Okay.
0: That's great. So could you just share with our listeners some factors that helped uh, Zerodha differentiate and reach this top position in, say, less than a decade even?
1: Yeah, approximately a decade. So there are quite a few uh, differentiating factors. Uh, I think one of the key differentiating factors is uh, the way technology has helped us. Okay. Uh, And, and, uh, you know, all thanks to our CTO uh, for envisioning and uh, you know, uh, building products that exactly fit the uh, you know the kind of audience we have, and, and but obviously technology is a is a big enabler. For us. Mm-hmm. Apart from that, uh, the fact that we are a bootstrap company, uh, we we've, we've not raised external funds, so we that makes us extremely agile. We can take fast decisions. There is there is no bold approval. There is no you know, um, you know there are there are no formal processes to implement a decision that we've taken. So yeah, so. Uh, Agility is one thing that has uh, helped us immensely in uh, terms of, uh, you know, uh, execution and, uh, and and the entire array of uh, idea to production, uh, you know, capabilities. So, so that's one. And we've also taken concept apart from tech, and we also, you know, put in extremely. We, we take a lot of effort to educate our uh, clients and audience. So that has also helped us
0: to wherever we are today. great. Uh, So thanks for the intro on Zerodha. So uh, you're currently leading Varsity at Zerodha. So let's cut right to the chase then. Tell us everything about what Varsity does, what it's aiming to do, and how is it planning to educate newer investors? Sure. So Varsity is a flagship
1: education portal, the education initiative. So it's a collection of stock market listings. What we've done is we've identified broad market topics uh, let's say, technical analysis or fundamental analysis or options or futures or you know, personal finance. Uh, we've identified broad areas of markets which are relevant to uh, capital market participants. Okay. So we call these as modules. So we've broken down each module into certain uh, chapters, right? So we've sequenced it out uh, fairly well. So if, if, if you are a reader wanting to know something about markets, you can choose a module that, that you would want to read, let's say, fundamental analysis, uh, for example. So, you go to fundamental analysis and you start from chapter 1 to chapter N, and by the end of it, uh, the objective is to make sure that you know everything about uh, that particular topic that you're reading, right? Now, we've also made this interactive, so it's not just about, you know, you reading and leaving it at that. You can also ask queries. So uh, any any query that you ask gets answered really quickly uh, in less than twelve hours, I would say, and uh, that would that makes it interactive, that makes it uh, engaging, and and the fact that there are several such queries uh, running into each chapter makes it a uh, community-driven initiative as well. So you can learn not just from uh, you know the text that's available, the information that's put out in the form of an article, but you also get to learn from the interactions uh, within the community. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's roughly what, what we, is. we have about 12 to 13 modules. So each module is a different topic uh, related to market. And each module has uh, yeah, on average of at least 15 to 20 chapters. And each chapter has at least an average of 600 to 800 queries. Some of the chapters even have queries uh, close to about 1,500, 1,600 queries. Mm-hmm. So all put together, we have roughly close to about uh, 55 to 60,000 queries asked on uh, Varsity. All of it have been answered without actually asking the person whether he's a client of zeroda or not. We truly want to educate without questioning the guy reading who he is and what his background and what his association with the Rada really has kept it open for all. There is, there is, there is no login. There is no paywall. None of that stuff. So, so if you have the intent, then probably Varsity is the right place for you to um, you know, start learning about the market.
0: So that's like yeah. an interesting um, free for all question bank for who's, whoever's new to the stock markets, I believe.
1: Right. We've got all sorts of readers on Varsity. I, I think just yesterday I was applying uh, to some queries, and, and this guy was a 14 year old. Probably he was, the, he was one of the youngest readers we've got. Oh, wow. And right from that age to, you know, got, we've got queries from people who are uh, 70 plus who. who uh, you know, who are trying to manage the retirement corpus, trying to figure out whether debt fund is better or an equity fund. So, so that should give you a perspective of uh, the age demographic.
0: Awesome. So, they're always curious, yeah. even at the age of 70 or 14.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, this is roughly the, you know, because these people, when they ask you these queries, they do tend to, uh, you know, give a little bit of background about themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's how uh, we, that that's our feedback loop to kind of understand who's reading and and, and what, what for what particular reason they're reading. So yeah, that should give you a spectrum
0: of uh, age. Okay. That sounds like a great product, especially it's it complements your range of financial services as well. So would you like to talk so, about any upcoming features that will add even more value for the average investor in India? Anything new on Varsity that's coming up in the future?
1: Uh, we've uh, recently launched uh, an app form of uh, Varsity. Uh, uh, available both in Android and uh, in iOS. We've broken down the content in a bite-sized form. So if you go to Varsity web, everything is a long-form article. Yep. So, if, so you really need to uh, uh, have a very strong intent to read through the entire thing and read. Right? Mm-hmm. And uh, surprisingly, people still do that. Right? So But for the younger crowd who have uh, you know a shorter attention span, uh, we, we have this uh, app which you can download. So the exact same content, but it's broken down into bite-sized cards. So you can, you know, uh, swipe right, swipe left, and uh, read through the cards. And, uh, you know, we've added some fun elements, like, you know, you, you can keep track of your streaks So how many cards have you read in uh, a particular day for n number of days. And you can keep track of your progress, you can, you know, bookmark features, uh, bookmark, you know, cards that you found interesting. So what we've done is we've broken down the entire module into three levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, beginner intermediate and advanced okay. so at the end of each uh, level there is a quiz that you need to answer and that will lead you to the next level so there are three quizzes and at the end of the module there is a certification itself so okay. so you need to score a certain minimum in each of the quiz and then uh you know the certification opens up and and if you get a certain uh, mark there you get the certificate. so we've so made it very competitive you know, people uh, actually like uh, fitting
0: through the whole thing and get, finally getting the certificate. Okay, sounds great. Yeah. So I, I was yeah. actually uh, checking out Varsity the other day and uh, saw something which I thought was pretty fascinating. Actually, there's this finance yeah. made easy for kids book that has been authored True. by you. And uh, now that sounds like something I myself have been batting for teaching the concept of finance to school kids. The impression, right. the impressionable age, as they call it. So, could you uh, share some details around this book of yours? What's your mission with it?
1: Correct. Yeah. So, this is a collection of uh, five uh, illustrated storybooks. So, each book we call them the Rupee Tale. So, each uh, so it comes in a box of uh, five booklets. So, okay. each booklet talks about a particular concept in finance. So, these concepts are uh, extremely basic concepts. But uh, because the fact that we are addressing this to uh, the seven plus. Uh, you know, implies that we, we want to inculcate through these books a sense of uh, financial understanding at a very young age, right? So, the concept that we try to cover here is, um, you know, why should one say that, so that's one book, then we've got something on uh, insurance, something on banking, something on, uh, you know, uh, stock markets, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, so, these are basic, uh, you know, uh, concepts. No, without getting into any details, just, just trying to uh, help the child understand what that particular, uh, you know, why should one get an insurance, for example, right? So okay. that that's the agenda. So the reason why we did this was, uh, you know, we all thought that finance uh, is a life skill. So it, uh, just like your uh, other subjects like math or science or, you know, geography. So this is, uh, this is a life skill and... Uh, and irrespective of which career path you choose, uh, having some background in finance will eventually help you manage your own finances better. So rather than depending on uh, on an advisor or or a bot or a, or a some financial services, from. so so you need to take your own uh, decisions when it comes to finance, and you need to be financially literate. Yeah, so that's that's the idea behind Rupee
0: Awesome. I must say that's a pretty good initiative you have going there. Thanks, uh,
1: thanks, thanks Mr.
0: Okay, so a big part of our podcast is personal finance. So let's talk right. about that. You definitely have a lot of experience in the financial space. So would you like to share some of your tips, some hacks that you have uh, for getting your personal finance or your money management game right? right? One
1: of the regrets that I personally have, and I wish I had uh, a time machine where I could go back and fix this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I regret not starting Is to save early on in life. You know, people usually talk about risk and reward uh, when it comes to uh, making investments. But I think there's a third dimension, uh, which is time, right? So you give time, you know, sufficient amount of time for any investment, then, uh, you know, it it has its own healing power and it can do magic. So if if you're a young professional, then irrespective of whether it's, uh, uh, you know, irrespective of what kind of amount you save, it's okay, but but one has to get started to save, right? It, it could be as simple as 500 bucks, for, you know, a thousand bucks, or two thousand, or whatever. Uh, don't don't uh, sweat about that. Just get started, uh, start the process, and start saving. You know, it, it could be a simple SIP or uh, you know whatever. But pick an instrument, uh, instrument, and start saving, and and give your uh, give yourself the benefit of starting early. I think that's a primary hack and that's the primary uh, requirement for anyone who's starting out, right? So just start early. It doesn't matter what kind of amount. So uh, so yeah, so that's, that's one. So also, uh, someone who's starting fresh, I, I don't think so, you know, uh, he or she should uh, dabble with stocks right away because stock, uh, investing in stock directly is a different ballgame. So it requires a lot of time, lot of efforts, and you know, understanding of markets and market cycles and and whatnot. So while you take your time to figure that out, get started with uh, a simple product like like a equity oriented mutual fund. You can even consider an index fund, a low cost index fund, and get started. Uh, so yeah, so start early uh, and and avoid stocks if you're new to the market. Invest in a mutual fund, you uh, know, an index fund. Problem. These
0: are some of the things uh, I guess that I think are really important. Awesome. Uh, so, those were some great tips, Karthi. I'm sure our listeners will be taking note about how to get into the habit of investing and the concepts of compounding their investments, actually. So, this will definitely provide some clarity to a lot of people. I, I would
1: just like to share sure. something on uh, because you mentioned compounding, Ankit. So, uh, I don't know if people will uh, you know trust what I'm trying to say, but. Uh, Compounding actually doesn't really work the way people think it works. Okay. Um, See, so when you talk about compounding, uh, the one example that people often quote is um, uh, how your fixed deposit works. So, compounding in fixed deposit works perfectly well, right? Because okay. it is a certain rate of return uh, paid to you regularly uh, at, at a set frequency, and, and your money gets compounded. That's a perfect example of compounding. But in stock market, compounding doesn't work that way. Because your returns for year one could be twenty percent, return for the next year could be minus twenty percent, returns for mm-hmm. third year could be plus fifty percent, right? Yep. So it's, it's an erratic return uh, from the stock market. It Doesn't matter whether you invest in uh, equities or uh, stocks, uh, equities directly or in, in a mutual fund. So the the uh, the pattern of return is very different, right? So, so it's very hard to apply the concept of uh, compounding uh, like you would understand in a fixed deposit so if you're starting new don't expect the same pattern so i think inculcating that thought process is very crucial you need to be prepared for volatility uh you you know if you're investing in uh, any equity related product understand that the journey is not going to be smooth but if you start early give it sufficient time that's the only antidote for the volatility in the market so that will heal over time so that's why it's very, very important to uh, you know
0: give your investment time. So that's actually a very important tip for everyone looking to start up uh, investing in the stock market or mutual funds and whatever they were starting
1: to do. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. they need to be prepared for volatility. It's not going to be a smooth
0: track. Definitely, that's true.
1: But but you give it time, then uh, you know when I say time, I'm talking about like a decade plus kind of time frame. Then then you know your uh, then you will finally start seeing seeing the rewards of your investment. And that's when, um, on that kind of time frame, is when you can say, okay, my money is compounded, not from year one to year
0: two. Definitely, definitely. That's right.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, so let's just move on to the next topic here. Let's talk about yeah. stock markets now. Every day, uh, okay. we are reading new reports that the economy isn't doing too well in India because of the lockdowns that happened past couple of months see profits are going down, a lot of people are being fired right now. But the Indian yeah. stock market somehow seems to be doing fine, at least for now. So what, yeah. are, what are your thoughts on this if new investors are interested to get in? Is this a good opportunity yeah. to start? Should they wait a bit more? What do you think about this?
1: Okay, so that's a, a tricky thing because what what happening on one side uh, you know, so, uh, with the whole COVID situation, and what's happening in the stock markets that's completely uncorrelated. Uh, let me just put a uh, few things in perspective. Uh, if you look at uh, whatever is happening in the uh, current circumstances, right? So you've got uh, the COVID-19 situation, which has kind of put a grinding halt to the entire world. You've got Modi's, uh, Modi's uh, downgrading India bonds, uh, I think DEE uh, or something like that. Yeah. Uh, we've got tepid um, earnings on, from the corporate side. Mm-hmm. You've got, then you've got the whole lockdown scenario going on, and and I think if I'm not wrong, uh, India right now is at a 69 quarter low on the GDP growth as well. Okay. So you've got all these negatives on one side, but on the other side, what you have is a 20% or 25% of, you know bounce from the uh, lows of this year. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so you put these things together, it doesn't balance out at all. So. Yeah. But but that is the very nature of market. So, and I think what is ha- really happening is, uh, you know, this is a liquidity-driven uh, market. So so I think there is, uh, a, there is a lot of money saving frontline stocks, uh, which is perceived to be much safer compared to, uh, you know, let's say a mid-cap or a small-cap one. And because that liquidity is saving these select stocks. The indices are rallying. So, if you look at the, you know, the small cap or the mid cap stocks, they're still uh, near uh, near the fifty-two week low. So, that this bullishness is not reflected uh, in, in, you know, other pockets of market.
0: Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah.
1: So, I think this this is my narrative. Uh, eventually, everybody has a narrative around why the stock markets are going up. So, not that my narrative is any better than yours. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. So. So, I think this is what is happening in the markets uh, right now. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but yeah, so you see, it's impossible to time the market. Uh, Nobody uh, can call the top or nobody can call the bottom consistently. So, forget timing of the market. All you can do as an investor is uh, stick to a strategy and, uh, you know, uh, do that no matter what. Uh, A strategy could be as simple as I invest amount of money on crypto every month which is essentially a SIP so you stick to that and do it no matter what leave the market timing part out uh, nobody can get that right irrespective of uh, how many years that's in the market so yeah my answer to that would be just, just stick to the planning you know continue your steps, uh, uh, continue doing your uh, you know uh, equity investment
0: all right that's awesome Karthik so uh, that was quite the fun and interesting chat today Yes. Uh, hope our listeners got something to take home from this discussion. Uh, if I'm being frank, uh, I definitely did learn a lot about the Varsity initiative you guys are working on. So congrats on that. Thanks so much. Hansel. So that's about it. I guess it was really nice talking to you, Karthik. And uh, I'm Thank sure our too. listeners will be learning a lot from Zerodha Varsity. I hope so too. Yeah. And also really any great tool that helps them invest as soon as possible. All right, then uh, that's about it for this episode of Millennial Pesa. That was Karthik Rangappa, VP of Equity Research and Education Services at Zerodha, talking about Varsity, a new tool that helps you get into the habit of investing. It teaches you how to get started. So you can check out the service on zerodha.com slash varsity. That's V-A-R-S-I-T-Y. And they also have apps on Android and iOS. I hope you enjoyed the insights he shared today. Thanks for doing this, Karthik. Thanks a lot.
1: Thank you so much. Sir. A pleasure.
0: You can listen to this episode of Millennial Pesa and all of the other ones anytime. We are now on Spotify, GeoSavan, and any of the podcast apps, Apple or Google. Just search for Millennial Pesa on your favorite app and start streaming. That's it from my side. Catch you in the next one.